I hope you're taking time off right now. It's easy as a business owner to have an always-on mentality, you know, where you're constantly focused on email, on training, on new clients, on existing clients, on marketing, on sales. But we need time off. I need time off. You need time off. And we also need time out. And this means doing things which allow us to switch off. So I think of time off to do fun things as a business owner, as someone who is running my own training business, but also time out to switch off to mentally recharge. And I have a history of not doing this and then seeing the consequences. So what happens then is you ask yourself where the months have gone, where the years have gone, or specifically at the time of recording where the summer went. So the solution is to get quality time off and time out from running your own business as a facilitator, as a trainer. So you can do three things today. One is to revisit the year to date. Secondly, to reimagine how you can proceed into the future and then reboot your business. Today, I'm going to give you five tips to get more from your time off as a business owner. This is the Training Business Podcast. Hey, and welcome to the trainingbusiness.com podcast. Every week, we bring you exciting news and interviews with training business experts and training business entrepreneurs from around the world. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Here's your host, Mark Garrett Hayes. Hey, my name is Mark. It's my pleasure every single Thursday without fail to host an episode of the Training Business Podcast. If you're someone just like me who runs your own existing business or you're thinking of starting a business as a consultant working in the learning and development space, helping other people through delivering your own workshops, your own training, uh, your own programs, then this is the show for you because this is exactly what I do every single month of the year. I'm delivering coaching, training, In some form, I'm consulting with clients, and what I do, therefore, is share my thoughts and, of course, the thoughts of guests who are on the show. And sometimes it's an episode where it's just you and I, and sometimes it's an episode where it's a guest and you and I, and this week it's an episode one-to-one. So wherever you are, I'd love you to subscribe to the show and to tune in every Thursday without fail. Now, I mentioned before the music that uh, right now it's important as we are in summertime, 22, to maximize time, not just in your business, but away from your business. And this will make sense to you because what I'm doing right now is working both EMEA hours, in other words, working for European and Middle East clients, but also I'm working US hours, which means working with people across the Atlantic. And I'm also back on the road training, and this is really, really busy right now. It's exhausting, in fact. So as you're listening to this, if you're a consultant, if you're a trainer, a facilitator, a coach, someone just like me, you cannot do it all. You need to work clever. And that that really involves taking time off to revisit your business, reimagine your business, and reboot your business. And this is really what today's about. So the first thing today is to think of revisiting. So I want to give you a couple of questions to help you to re-engineer your process here. So I'd like you to ask yourself some questions. And as I ask them to you, as you're listening to this, please 
write them down. Write down your answers. If it helps, pause and come back and reflect on what you've written down. So the first thing to ask yourself is, what have I learned from working with my clients this year? If you've got your own business, again, as a coach, a consultant, a trainer like me, you are probably working with clients directly or indirectly. What have you learned from working with your clients this year, whether they are direct clients or indirect clients? How have you attracted these clients, new clients? Have you attracted new clients this year? Are you working with the same clients as other years? Or have you actually managed to attract new clients into your business? So how have you done that? What what worked for you? How are you serving existing clients? Because we all need to serve the clients that we have. We need to keep them and to keep them happy. What does that mean for you? How are you currently serving existing clients? And the third question here is, how can I leverage these relationships to get more business, not just more business, but more quality business, higher paying business, and ideally more referrals from that business? Because to my mind, it's much easier to get uh, new clients from existing clients. So we have to serve the clients we have, serve those existing clients, and then work cleverly to leverage those relationships to attract more clients, better clients, higher paying clients. So for example, right now, I've learned in the last 12 months to really niche down to one core area. And that to me is sales coaching. I've written a book on the subject that came out recently. And I'm actually conscious of the benefits that have come from saying no to things, saying yes to one thing, one core area. And from that then, I've discovered there are three core services which I can charge more money for than trying to do other things which are not core services. And of course, this makes it easy for people to refer me, to recommend me, and this is true for you too. When you are known for one core thing, I think it's easy for people then to tell others about you. So this is Lisa, or I'd like you to get in touch with my uh, colleague or friend uh, Hamid, because Hamid does this or Lisa does that. So it's easier to recommend you, explain what you do to other people. And when that is one core area, it's easier for that person to explain what other people need to get from you or could stand to benefit from hiring you as a trainer in that company, et cetera. So that's the first thing. What have you learned from working with clients this year, whether they're new clients, existing clients, and what are you doing to leverage these relationships to get more business and more referrals? Number two is to reimagine. This is the second thing today, the second thing to maximize time away from your business. And as you're listening to this, I hope you are keeping that uh, faith in the sense that you are taking time away from your business so you can actually improve your business. If you've not yet carved out from your calendar at least a week this year to do that, then I think you're missing something. Because unless you are able to take time away, you really can't improve and reimagine what could your business be, your training business be, your consulting business be, if you were to remove yourself from that. Think of your business as something that is not you, It's perhaps owned by you, managed by you, but it's not you. It is actually legally a separate entity. So 
my second thing, as I said, is to reimagine how can you be more efficient, or rather, how can your business be more efficient and effective with you running it? What am I doing that does not need me? Need me? You know, what does not? What is uh, part of my business that does not need me to be doing it? So that's a great question. What am I doing that does not need me to do it? Can you outsource things to a VA, to an agency, to a colleague? I've found a bunch of things that I've decided to aren't things that need to be done by me because they can be done by people much better than I can do them. So are there things which are routine that could be made into what we call standard operating procedures or SOPs? These are things which are almost sequential. They're things done repeatedly on a given day of the week or a given time of the month, and they can be literally made into a process and outsourced to someone else or delegated to someone else. Next, which key decisions do I have to make this year? Uh, And maybe time off over summertime will help me to make those key decisions. And I know that there are things that I've put off this year, but having time aside in summertime helps me to think about the way I have to do things differently and the key decisions I have to make to do things differently. What are those things for you? Take a moment, write them down. Which things can I say no to because they do not add value or revenue to my business as a consultant, as a trainer? Email is definitely one thing for me, which is a time suck. I waste so much time emailing people, responding to emails, receiving emails, uh, emails which have actually no value to me. I'm much better off focusing on what I've called on previous episodes, revenue generating activities. These are things, these are things which you can charge for. Admin, you can't charge for. It's something which has to be done, but arguably it's best to focus on things which are revenue generating activities, not cost generating activities. And maybe you can think of something which you can learn to say no to because it does not add value or revenue to your business. And that, again, to me, is email. That's the very first the very first example I can think of. So I've drawn up things that don't need me, definitely do not need me. I can shape that process. I can refine it. But then I can outsource this to a VA who is doing a great job right now. And I've worked with her to use Slack very efficiently. I think we've still improvements we can make, uh, but that's working well so far. I've worked with VAs in the past. I'm delighted that I'm now specializing in different VAs. So I've got one VA who works from London and she does all the LinkedIn marketing. And then I have another VA who does nothing but the general admin setting up appointments and that kind of thing. And I think I'll even begin to use a third VA in September focused on purely appointment setting and I'd say lead generation and that kind of thing. So I'll keep you posted on how that goes. So working with a VA, a general VA, has freed me up to focus on things which are true revenue generating activities. So I will work uh, with her through Slack and Loom. I'll record quick messages, send them to her. That's L-O-O-M, loom.com. And we agree to share things on G Drive. All my invoicing goes through zero. So I've learned a lot recently to work with high quality software solutions. 
have specific routines for invoicing, scheduling, um, and then working with a VA to actually take those things from my plate and make them into routines, which free me up. And I think this is something that you can benefit from too, because I've worked without a VA and I've seen the difference that it makes to my business. So my key question to you today here in this part of this week's episode is to ask yourself, how can I be more efficient and effective? Are there things which I'm doing that are not necessarily, uh, that don't need to be done by me, meaning you? Are there things which are routine, which can be made into processes? And are there things which, because of the routine humdrum of everyday business, you've put off and now it's time to make those key decisions and maybe the summer months will give you some time back to make those key decisions. The third thing then today is reboot. And my thinking here is there must be things which you can do to recharge. And by that, I mean personal. So the first two things, your clients and reimagining your business, that's your business. That's the the thing that is not you. But this thing, number three, is definitely you. It's definitely me. And my question today is, which things can I do, meaning you, do to recharge? Where can I undertake simple changes to get more me time, time with, you know, people who are important to me and to you? Are there uh, occasions, opportunities to spend more time with your spouse, with your partner, with your kids, with your loved ones? I'm sure there are. And summertime actually reminds us of the importance of these memories that we just can't get back if we choose to spend time on anything but that key time. So there must be things that you could tweak, you could modify, you can amend, you can improve to carve back, to claw back more time to spend on key relationships. Which habits can you break? Um, I know for me, late night email is actually recording. I'm recording this right now rather late in the evening and I need to learn to not do that after a long day's work. Are there things that you could scale back, perhaps avoid habits which need to change like late night email, uh, after hours work? Can you you know, restrict the laptop or the desktop to key parts of the, the day and get some time? And these are things which will get you out in nature with friends if you can. It's very easy to just forget about all that stuff. I know because I've spent the last two weeks in hotels, traveling, airports. Right now, traveling uh, in any part of the world is fraught with difficulties, lost baggage, queues, security, check-ins, all that kind of thing. So there must be ways to actually minimize this stress. Um, Are there habits that you can break to free you up to focus on that thing that gives you back more time. So I know now, for example, if I'm going to be spending more time, let's say, uh, in an airport, I will find some time to do things like reading or meditating or catching up on some uh, calls with friends and that kind of thing. It need not all be work. It need not all be work. And believe me, I've made that mistake in the past. So are there routines, for example, meditation, uh, mindfulness, Uh, meals, which you can reshape to give yourself better health and better productivity based upon your, you know, physical health. And it's so, so important. It's so easy to spend so much time focused on work. And 
administration of work that you neglect these things. Again, I'm putting my hand up here and saying I've done that. And now and again, I find myself slipping into bad habits. So are there routines? Are there things like meditation, mindfulness, improved meal quality, exercise, which will set you up for the year, the business year ahead, um, which non-work activities will add to my life quality? Great question. Is it you know playing chess? Is it something with your uh, parents? Is it something with your friends or family? Just things which will... Uh, make your life a bit more precious and valuable and memorable. You know, you'll not look back and say, I wished I spent more time in the office. Um, you'll want to spend more time probably with the people that mean something to you. And again, I'm thinking of my failings in the past. So I'm sharing this with you uh, with with real purpose here. Um, and I attended a retreat here in the Netherlands. I'm here visiting my sister this week in Holland or the Netherlands in Europe. And I've spent four days at a retreat, uh, eating vegan food, no technology, lots of talking, meeting 14 new people, sharing in a sharing circle, um, some really, really interesting people, and going for lots of walks in nature, taking time out to uh, read some quality books, loads of recommendations from these people on how they actually make their lives more livable, more pleasurable. And that really gave me pause to think about doing this at least once a year from now on. And you might say, well, four days, isn't that a lot of time away? Well, if you think of it, there are 365 days in the year. We can't possibly work all of them. So four days out, once a year, if you can save up for that, take time away from work to do these things, that leaves you with 361 days to do other things. So the key point today is that over the summer months, I'm hoping you'll take time to do this, um, you can and, and need to take time to revisit, to reimagine, and to reboot your business. Because if you're running a business and the business is you, then you are the most important asset that this business has. And this is why you've got to revisit, reimagine, and reboot your business. So take some time over the coming days, maybe the coming week or weeks, before things go back to full-on consulting, training, coaching, facilitating in September, that's typically when my business year begins, to think about these things. Are there key questions which I've covered today that make sense to you? Perhaps you feel right now that they resonate with you. Great, then take some time to answer them honestly. Reflect on this, pause this, come back to this. And think of what this means to you. I can't tell you which answers will mean something to you, but I know that by doing these things, revisiting the previous year, the past year, the past six months, the process of reimagining which changes to make to your business as a consultant, as a coach, someone working with direct clients or indirect clients, and rebooting things which help you to be a better you, personal, family, friends, health, those things will only add to your business, which of course makes you and your business more valuable. So that's it for this week. Today is Tuesday, the 12th of July. You're listening to this probably on Thursday, the 14th of July. If you're subscribed to the podcast, can I therefore ask you to subscribe? Please subscribe to the show. There is an episode of this podcast every single Thursday without fail on your podcast platform of choice. I think of the guests 
and the topics which will add value to you and your business as a consultant. If you've got ideas, please send me an email. You can reach me personally via mark at trainingbusiness.com. That's mark, M-A-R-K, at trainingbusiness.com. And of course, please share the podcast. There are plenty of people out there right now who are like you and I, trainers, coaches, consultants, facilitators, who could probably do with listening to some of the episodes, whether they're from me or from some of the great guests that I've got lined up coming your way over the coming weeks and months. And of course, there are episodes every single Thursday. I don't take a break. Um, There will be an episode lined up wherever you are on your podcast platform of choice waiting for you today, this Thursday, and every Thursday from now on. So until next Thursday, keep training, keep going, and keep in touch. Bye for now. Thanks once more for listening to this episode of the trainingbusiness.com podcast. See you next time.